Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Can you believe it? It hasn't happened at Fenway Park for 95 years. Fires. Swing and a miss. Strike three. It's over. The Red Sox have won the world championship. Tune in to the newest show presented by Clovercrest Media. It's Ovi's Backstop Podcast. Catch it twice a week, every Red Sox series finale on your favorite podcast platform. On tonight's show with Speaking It Real, Frank and special guest Carlos Cuesta discuss a new COVID-19 strain that's just emerging. Delta variant is causing higher levels of infection, more than tripling in just two weeks as well as Donald Trump's emails to the Justice Department. And highlight the Biden-Putin summit in Geneva. Why should we play ball with somebody who has literally interfered with our democracy, meddling in our elections? All this and more right now. Yeah. Hey, listen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Speaking it real, Wednesday edition. Can't beat that. All right. I promise you that our show this week will be better than our last Wednesday event. Our tobacco, our showcase. What could I tell you? It was just that crazy last week. But you know what? I can have a backup plan today. Unfortunately, we announced that I was going to have a co-host, Carlos Cuesta. He's not with us today. He supposedly he's driving somewhere, I don't know, from Miami to Kentucky, Kentucky to Miami, you know, and it's taking him more than 28 hours. So you know what, Carlos, whatever you're doing, great for you, buddy. Thank you. But you know what? I brought in our, our, our backup. She's a staple on our show. She's a little wacky. She's a little crazy. But you know what? Here's Kimberly Chapman from Kate from Wake Up with KC. You know, she airs on Mondays. You know, Kim, thank you. I always tend to give you maybe a 20, 30-minute notice, you know, when to appear on the show. And you know what? You always come through. You're muted, Kim. I can't hear you. You mute yourself, Kim. Oh, no. Yes, you're on mute, Kim. Kim, here, let's Kim. see if I could. Wait, wait. There we go. We got you unmuted. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait. I had a phone call, and it was, like, connected to my computer. Sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. It happens. It happens. You know, but, again, I... Thank you for coming out with me today, Wednesday. You know, it can't be that. It was my daughter. Hold up. I got a text her on speaking it real, real. podcast. Tell right her to now. come join it and like it. You know, tell her to share it. Hey, look, guys, we are on Facebook, YouTube, on the Speaking It Real. Speaking of real, is brought to you by Clovercrest Media. All right. They're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, you name it, we're there. 
you know but hey you know what let's jump into our show we got a pretty packed show you know apparently now what's been the trend the trend's been hey sketchy you know the trend's been hey, what sketchy. covid covid covid's gone down you know california opened up you know um but apparently there's a new variant you know which now it's it's a highly infectious delta variant of covid 19. um right. experts have expressed concerns of uh, new symptoms so part of the symptoms with this is stomach pain loss of appetite vomiting nausea joint pain hearing loss let me tell you something i have that on a daily basis no, she did say hi, Catherine. I did, Catherine. Yeah. I said, hey, Catherine. <laughs> You're not top liver. You are a goddess, honey. Thank God you called her that. You know, but so I have stomach pain all the day, you know, every day. I'm not hungry. I don't vomit. I'm always nauseous. And I'm not, I have joint pain and hearing loss. I'm old. <laughs> you know, so. Well, you, don't look at, you don't look old. Frank. Oh man, I thank you. I feel all the shit. Well, you know, hey, you're only as old as you feel. So start feeling young again. Okay, so I'm 20. No, 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 not 20. I gotta be 21. <laughs> At least 21. At least 21. You know? So, I still say I'm 36. You know, for a long time I used to tell my kids that I was 29. Chris, I see y'all. You know, I used to tell my kids my kids I was 29 until they finally realized that we had a party and they're like, wait a minute. Why is there not 29 candles, but there's 36, 35? I was like, because they just want to. <laughs> you know, but you know, COVID out here, the numbers have gone down. You know, um everything's opening back up. So you know. Yeah, and I, I'm seeing that, and I still wear my mask when I go out. I had done um, research. I told you in a right. past podcast that I was a guest mm -hmm. on your show, and I even showed you. There was like 70, 80 pages of Pfizer. There's only like 10, 11 pages on uh, Moderna. I didn't even bother with Johnson & Johnson. I right. did go to my first uh, vaccination with Pfizer. I'm going to be honest. Within 24 hours, I did have a reaction. Wow. I broke out in a rash from here, my arm, and my face. Right. So I'm like, okay, don't panic. Um, and prior to that, I had two mango allergic reactions too and i didn't well, even know it in one week so i'm like wait a minute you know this is like mind-boggling but yeah so you be, had mm -hmm. i have so to be had, consciously aware right so what you basically had was like an, an allergic reaction yeah it wasn't it, it wasn't symptoms to the shot from what i see i mean from what i hear well, I did, like, I didn't have 
it was like that next week after having the mango reaction, one was in a steak sauce. The other one was in a sweet and sour sauce with some sushi that I had. And I felt like I was having difficulty breathing. And then when I got home, I had this rash all over me. So then I sort of like, okay, next week I got the, the visor shot. Within 24 hours, I see myself having difficulty breathing and having this rash all over me. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? When you're somebody that is very sensitive and has mm -hmm. allergic reactions, you're, you're just, you shift gears. Like, okay, what's going on? What's happening? And you backtrack everything that you ate, everything that you did. And whatnot. So I'm like, oh, if this is the least of my reaction to the Pfizer, I'm all good. Now I have to have the second one. That's coming up the 22nd. So now I'm like, okay, don't panic. Don't freak out. Well, you know, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. And being the fact that you've done your research, you know, I actually know somebody that took, you know, the first shot they took was uh, Pfizer. Mm -hmm. And then the second shot they took was a Moderna. Oh, that's interesting. But here's my question. With everything that's been going on with these vaccines, these scientists and the vaccinations and everything, I have not heard one thing mentioned about blood types. I'm O positive. How mm -hmm. do how does the COVID react to blood types? How does the vaccine react to blood types? I'm O positive. Come to find out, O positive blood types are more resistant. So I beg a question. What's your question? Throw does it. the vaccine, does the COVID affect blood types in a different way? I don't know. To That's be honest with you. I can't add to that one. I mean, that one, um, we could call, um, we could actually email Anthony Fauci. And he'll probably I got a answer. number. I got a phone number and I'm going to contact Pfizer. Yeah. That's a pretty interesting question there. I mean, I, I definitely don't have that answer. You know, and I mean, I, I, am, yeah. I am by far nowhere near, near being um, a medical expert. But you know, I question that because I've been seeing all this stuff about the COVID and how it's affecting everybody. And, you know, me being O positive and my interactions with anesthesia, even pre prescription drugs, even over-counter drugs, and even what I've been through just recently with Pfizer, I'm like, what if it has something to do with our blood types? Could that make a difference? Well, I'll tell you, I, I had I, I had the shot. <laughs> I got no effects, nothing, no. 
I might have felt a little bit out of whack, but I, I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac at times. You know, where somebody around me gets sick, I, 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 I out of a sudden feel like I'm getting sick. You know, so to me, I think I was being a little bit of a hypochondriac that day. And I was like, oh, no, I feel off. I'm not feeling well because I that's me. You know, I'm going to do that. It's like my wife gets sick and I'm like, yeah, I feel sick, too. I'm not feeling well either. No, let's just go back and lie in bed. You know, and she's laughing here. She's laughing mm -hmm. because she knows it's true. Yeah, you know. a little. Uh-huh, you see? So, you know, that's that's that one. But why isn't it even mentioned? Like, it's so focused on, you know, this COVID. Now there's a, a new variant. And they're so impressing on being vaccinated. And I know there's some people, like, uh, while I was away for a little getaway, I uh -huh. came across somebody in an elevator that had a blood uh, plasma transfusion and okay. her doctor highly recommended not getting the vaccine because of that. And there are certain, like now it just opened up my mind of, wow, I didn't even think about that. What if there's people that really can't have the vaccine? How is that going to affect them? And then this new variant that's coming about. Like I, I am, I am empathic on people that I'm coming across that really can't. The immune system, you know, a, a blood plasma transfusion. I've like never really heard of that, but I came across somebody that actually went through that and like, no, you can't. It's not highly recommended for your well-being and your health to get a vaccine. What do right. people do that kind of, like, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. I feel bad. There, well, there's some people that just really get a vaccine because of whatever health issues. Yeah, and I mean, I guess it's more of, I'm sorry, it's a part of life. Hey, hey, Belkis. Hey, Renee. R Renee's my dad, so, you know, he says hi. Oh, hi, Renee. Papa. Yes. So, you know, it's one of those where I'm sorry you can't get the shot. You know, I hope you really take precautions to protect yourself. Hold on a second. Just to my dad, if you're wondering where my brother is at, take a wild guess. He did poof. But we'll leave that at that. So anyways, so. Did it poof? Yeah, well, my brother was supposed to be on the show, so he went poof, disappeared. Oh. Okay, yeah, gotcha. gotcha, you see. So anyway, so, you know, going back to what I was saying, it, you know, if you can get the shot, you know what? I really hope that you, you protect yourself. You wear your mask, you practice your social distance, you know. And I mean, I, 
even though I'm vaccinated, I I don't really wear my mask as much as I should wear it. But I'm also not on top of the other person in front of me. I mean, I, I number one, don't like it. I've, I've never done it, and I won't. You know, I don't, you know, I could have a conversation with you. I don't have to be in your face. You know, I could, I could be in a line. I don't want to be, you know, up behind you. And I don't want you too close to me either. Right. You know, so sketchy. Let's see what's sketchy saying here. Well, you know what, Frank? What, what amazes me is, you know, I still wear my mask when I'm out in public. And it's out of not only... Now, because, you you know, if you've been vaccinated, you know, there is a protocol. And I know you know this, and so does probably Chris and Sketchy. They say to wear your mask two weeks even after you're vaccinated as a, right. a safety it, protocol. And right. cruise it's ship, Royal Caribbean cruise ship had nine employees. That got the that first dose positive. of the vaccination and one. Yeah, but you know what? The COVID. Sorry. Yeah, they got COVID. I think uh, the cruise ship was coming back in or something like that, and and there was um, at least six crew members. I heard it. It's funny because I had gone to pick up my you son. Know, nine. This, nine. Okay, I had gone to pick up my son at his grandmother's house, and then I saw that on on the Spanish news, and I really didn't even think about that right now. They had like nine people that that tested co that tested positive for COVID. Yeah, I just saw again, it just uh, a couple hours ago. You know, right, and that's exactly what it was. But again, are we going to be able to get rid of COVID? No. COVID going to be the new mm -hmm. flu. Okay, but and if you look up history, we're repeating history, Frank. Look at the and I brought this up on your show because I even showed you documents on it about the Spanish flu. Right. It hit U.S. 600,000 in the U.S. back in what? 19, early 1900s when the Spanish flu hit? We already broke the record. We're there. Repeating history again. And yeah. did, did they have uh, discrepancies about wearing masks back then? Yes, they did. There's documents to prove it. Yeah, but you know what? So mask, you got to wear the mask. What have we learned from our past? Nothing. Well, you know what? No, I don't think it's we haven't learned, learned nothing from our past. I think the fact that we get so used to it, to things being the way they are. We just ignore I, it. I, right. I, I'm going to give you a perfect example. You, you, you've been in Florida how long, Kim? I'm a You've been born and raised Floridian, sweetie. All right, all right, perfect. So you you remember what was it? August twenty fourth, nineteen ninety two. Hurricane Andrew. Yes, I remember that okay. because I just had a baby and I had to be with my in laws. Yeah, I do remember that. Unfortunately, okay. thank so, you for that remembering. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Okay, so. What happened? What happened prior to that? I mean, I was, I was what about eighteen years old, okay, and um, and what do you call it? And um, 
prior to that, all the hurricanes that were coming through were just um were will come by and turn away afterwards. Come by and turn away. Come by and turn away. So when Hurricane Andrew was coming in, nobody thought that it was going to hit. Right? So everybody partied. So when you when you get all these, you know, stuff from history and it goes on and on, you know, as it keeps going on and nothing's happening, nothing's happening, we, it's not that we forget. We just get comfortable in what's happening and say, ah, it's not going to happen again. It's not going to happen again. But eventually it's going to happen. Like I know for a fact we here in South FLA, okay, are due to get hit. Okay? We're due well, to get well, hit with her. But, wait you a know, minute. because we're I, uncomfortable. I had a house. Frank, I just had a house built, what was it, 19, was, no, it was 2004, 2005. We, Florida got hit with five hurricanes. And I think it was Gina Francis, we got hit back and back. Right. Oh, gosh. Kim is out. But no big deal. Let's see. It's sketchy. There will always be kooks out there spewing nonsense. Trump and the Internet have elevated the anti-vaccine and anti-maskers to a big platform. Remember science, alternative facts. You know what's sketchy? You're absolutely right. All right. All these people and Trump and, and everything else, you know what? They've just gone haywire with things. You know, so I mean, what could we do? Gotta keep rolling with the punches and keep going forward. I mean, one thing leads to another, you know. But you know, my next topic here, and I would love to know what you guys really think of this. Oh, uh, the f oh, I see that. I see that. It's good. It's all right. I've, I was able to hold on the fort. <laughs> you know. Yeah, King well, we kind of went with what? Pearls. Uh, then there was uh, Jean Francis, was there Isaac and Wilma? And I remember I mean, Jean Francis because I actually, with one of those, Jean Francis, well, Wilma, Wilma was the West, West Palm Beach, and I was looking out at the eye of the hurricane. Right. And I thought it was like, wow. Like, that shit's for real. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm looking at the eye of this hurricane. So, so yeah, it earlier this week. And what we learned? Nothing. If it wasn't for Dorian stopping in the Bahamas, because I was a hundred, what a hundred feet, a hundred yards from where I'm at. Dorian could have come straight through West Palm Beach at a, a category, what, four or five? I don't remember. And it was supposed to turn, but it stalled. Hurricanes are unpredictable. Right. No, for sure. But, I mean, what we're, we're going to <laughs> look, Book has said it perfect. Look, watch this. People just need to wash their damn hands and stop spreading any germs. She said it perfect. All right. People. People really need to, 
you know, you wash your hands, you social distance. There's no more of the, hey, can I have a sip of your drink? Let me try this. No. You know, because, I mean, I used to do that all the time with my buddies. We were like, hey, let me try that. You know, you, right. you don't do Cheers. that. Cheers. Ching. Cheers. You know? <laughs> so, and that's the but thing. Yes, this COVID. You know, you know, we're not going to get rid of it. We're, we're not going to get rid of COVID. All right? We know this. But you know what? You got to take the measures to go ahead and nip it in the ass. No, we're okay? not. And it's and, here. It's you know, real. You're There's right. No, it is. I'm not saying it's and not. Let me tell you, what Frank, I'm saying is I if you don't protect yourself, if you don't take care of yourself, guess what? You're going to get sick. You have to know what to do, and what not what? to do. I, and I totally get that. And I just recently, my mom has um, several medical issues. She has COPD. She was not for the COVID vaccination. She did do the proper, wear her mask, wash her hands, hand sanitize, and, and just, and she has fibromyalgia. She has rheumatoid arthritis. She has so many health issues. And she wound up getting a sinus infection, a kidney infection, uh, a UTI infection on top of COVID. Sketchy, your man, that guy is fucking crazy. Okay, I'm sorry. If you go to the restroom and you don't wash your hands, you are a nasty fucking person. I'm going to tell you that right off the bat. Okay, I don't care. I've seen it. You know, I, 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 I saw some guy, you know, that I had just met. You know, we ended up in the bathroom. I washed my hands. He walked right out. And I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm going to tell anybody anything. But don't tell me good night and come to shake my hand. Because that's exactly what went on. And I'm like, nobody. I go, this is simple. I ain't touching your penis. All right? I don't know where your hand's been. Wow. And, but I can tell you that you have not fucking washed your hands. So you know what? Move on to the next. No thank you. You know, what, but what are people thinking? People are just nuts. People just are like that. Some people feel like, oh, I'm clean. No big deal. You know, but hey, I got a question. When I go to the bathroom, I use toilet paper if I have to take a pee or take a shit. When I'm done, I go wash my hands because eventually I'm going to wipe my eye or do this. Or touch my face in some way or form. Hello, do I want my urine or my shit on my face? No, thank you. Actually, actually, you know what? Some people like that. Some people are weird like that. You gotta be careful that with is... that. Ew, I don't want to be. Uh, Zach, that. Zach, Zach, come on. We're, we're at a car wash, man. What do you think? <laughs> of course. You see, hey, listen. This car wash joke that Joe started. Goes all over the place now. It follows me wait, everywhere. Wait, 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 what's the car wash joke? I didn't hear it. Oh, you haven't. Well, Joe on one of the shows once announced that he met me at a car wash. That I was the owner of the car wash. That I work at a car wash. So that's been the the the, the running along joke on I'll piss you off shortly, on Divided We Stand, on what? 
um, throwing jabs on what else? What, what other show is Joe a part of? All Four Downs. I mean, hey, look, all the shows I've been mentioning, they're all part of Cobra Crest Media. So come join us. So go figure. I'm well, the car wash guy. Well, then let me just add to the joke. Just go through the car wash line. And you'll know, just get brushed, sanitized, sprayed, waxed, and the whole nine yards. Yes. And then exactly. So I got a question here for you guys. You know, this is for everybody okay. listening and, and Kim. Our wonderful, I notice how I say wonderful, very sarcastic, Governor Ron DeSantis signs a bill make it ma making it mandatory for schools K through 12 to hold a moment of silence for prayer. Wait a minute. Did he actually state that for prayer? It, hold a moment of silence each day. Hold a moment of silence to start each day. The next year, hold on. I know it came at me like that. I know I saw prayer in it, which, okay, not necessarily for prayer. I just looked it up. Okay. Opponents of the Uh-huh. A moment of silence, one minute to two minutes tops. And he's trying to pass this bill that from mm -hmm. K to K-12, kindergarten to, you know, um, I guess senior 12. But my question is, why? What is the whole purpose of that? What is the meaning and the well, propaganda behind that? That's my question. I I don't know, but I the way that the way that they're putting it out a, there. And okay, so here's my theory. Here's my theory. He's Republican. Yeah. Okay, Republicans like to get the religious votes. Look, Contribution. No, probably theory. But, but but I could tell you this. I could tell you this, and I don't care who you talk to. Or who says it? Okay, I, I I strongly believe that prayer, religious, starts at home. Okay, and it needs to stay at home or your place of worship. I don't care. I I I'm not I'm not that religious, and I could I could care less for it. To be honest, I'm not religious either. Okay, but I also believe that if you're gonna bring a moment of silence in schools. So people are able to pray? No. Prayer does not need to be in schools. Okay, if you want to have your kids pray in school or whatnot or the other, you know what? Put them in a private school. Okay, put them yeah. in, you know. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, look, my niece and nephews, I'm sorry, my nephews go, go to private school. They, you know, they go to Catholic private schools. And, and I'll tell you this. And it's something that they chose to. My sister, and that, my sister and her that. husband, you know, let it be on them. Let them choose what they want to do. Hey, look, they want to go ahead and have religion and, you know, 
and have it in their life. Yes, I sketchy. I really do think that that Kim is correct on that. Kim, you're correct. Ron DeSantis is catering to the thanks to the religious base for his future presidential run. He's planting the seeds now. Yeah, he is. I I I think he's doing a, a lot of that, and I really don't don't know. I I you know I. I'm not gonna say I dislike the guy, but I I'm not all for him. I, you know, I'm I'm on the fence. Well, I'm not on the fence, but when it comes down to um, political parties, I'm more in between. You know. Okay, but here's my thing. Here's the thing I don't like about politicians when you use when you use the religious aspect get your contributions i don't like that well, one bit that well, watch is, this like, okay wait, wait, wait. yeah but yeah but you know what it's not gonna matter this thing gonna do that yeah but listen that's just like right now i say hey uh strip joints could be open 24 hours a day it could be wherever you wanted in the state, you know, in this in in the city of Miami. It doesn't matter because out here they can't be near any residential areas. You know what? It doesn't matter. Let's put it wherever you want. Guess what? Who's gonna come vote for me now? Are the strippers? All right, and God knows there's a whole bunch of them. Why? Because I'm working for them. The Santos is doing the same thing. I get it. All right, but. We'll see what he's going to do. Then. Of course, but isn't that but the here's my politics game? What? But Frank, he's trying to put this bill into action, but honestly, I question what has he done for Florida since he's been in office? What accomplishments? What credentials? Has he done since he's been in office for our state of Florida? What has he done? I, I can for the better you good that. of Florida. Most Floridian. I don't know, but you want to know what? Who, I can get on you the probably, You want to know who could have probably answered that? Carlos Cuesta, the guy that was supposed to be on the show today, but he decides not to come on the show because he's fucking driving somewhere, supposedly. You know? But anyways. Well, you know what? Going, it, it, you, can, you can tease him like, Kim asked a good question and you weren't here. But you know I, what? Hold up. Uh, I love strippers. I dated a stripper. Okay, but you know what? Wait, 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 wait. I did a stripper named Dipples for two years. One day I came home and all my stuff was gone. She robbed me and sold all my stuff. I still love them though. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Sketchy but, Dipples. Hold up a second. It killed you, man. Hold up a second. Uh huh. The strip clubs and all that—it's all about money, profit. They got their hands tied in and other things too. It's all about money. Hello, mm -hmm. profit, capital, capitalization here. Right. Okay. So these churches, you know, these religious people, do you think it's not about money? Oh, let me tell you something. Some of those religious people are in the strip clubs. Let's get fucking honest. 
Of course. Those pastors. Listen. They're in the you know what? clubs too. And they're having affairs. There, there has been uh, just recently uh, some pastors that were accused of sexual abuse. A four-year-old. When was it? Four, a four-year-old and some boys and some men that I just got wind of. Hello? Right. That's my mom. I don't know what she's talking about there, but well, I think she's talking about the religious part of it. Oops. And you know yeah. what? I'm I'm gonna tell you, history has proven it. There's documentations. There has been pastors and popes that have sexually abused children. Oh right. yeah, of course, of course, of course. I mean that's gone on for that's gone on for years. But they're forgiving you know, and, and the I, do. I don't forgive that. I I don't forgive that. But you know, going on to, to other things here, you know, um, I'm sorry. I just went no, off that's to fine. That. No, 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 of course. So I was actually I was watching the news today earlier. And where is it? I got the story here. I'm trying to find it. We're talking about Juneteenth, right? We all okay. pretty much know what Juneteenth is, correct? Refresh my memory. It's just June... something recently that happened. No, no, no. no. June... Juneteenth, all right, is pretty much falls on June 19th is to, I guess, do you want to call it celebrating, you know, the ind independence of slavery? Okay. So. Right. Right. So, you know what? Let's do this. We're going to get into that right after we run this commercial real, real quick. We'll be right back with you guys. The Closing Time Podcast is back. Sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. I'm Joe Aguirre. I'll have a brand new co-host, Sanam Salati, who's my broker, my mentor, and my good friend, and one of the most knowledgeable people in Connecticut in the entire real estate industry. We're going to be talking about the latest goings-on. We'll keep you up to date on the market, and we're going to bring on some really great guests all throughout this season, people in all different fields in the industry, like accountants, home inspectors, mortgage reps, and so much more, just to give you a better understanding of the Connecticut real estate market. We're so excited for a brand new season of the Closing Time Podcast, part of the CMG Podcast Network. It's sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. Go see Heidi and Glenn Parchman to file your taxes for bookkeeping, business advice, real estate investments, or whatever your accounting needs are, including cryptocurrency. Just visit RockyHillAccountants.com. We'll see you all season long on the Closing Time Podcast. So, there we go. Juneteenth, a holiday, a holiday celebrated on 19th June to com com commemorate the incident. Like I can right. read the emancipation of slave people in the U.S. The holiday was first celebrated in Texas on that date in 1865. In the aftermath of the Civil War, slaves were declared free under the terms of the 1862 Emancipation Pro Pro Proclamation. Proclamation. Damn, I can't even read today. Sorry. You know, so no, 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 that's okay, that's okay. But then, you know, so, so, but, but yeah. I'm going to tell you what what I was watching today. Now, okay, what they want to do is they, they, they want to they want to make it a federal holiday. 
Okay, you know, sort of make it a federal holiday when they take Christopher Columbus Day out. Why not just make it a federal holiday? Well, you know what they could do? They could do what the schools are doing in Connecticut. I actually saw this yesterday on, on one of the shows. You know, where they, um, where instead of having days, you know, it's, instead of having days where, I'm sorry, the days specified on the calendar to the holidays, it's no, it's a day off. Yeah, Christmas. Well, because here's the thing where I mentioned Christopher Columbus, because honestly, he didn't discover America. That's a lie. And two, he was a douchebag based on what he did to people when he came to where apparently everybody says he discovered America, but he didn't. What? No way. So. No way. He did not discover America. He does oh not God. deserve honor or a holiday. But Juneteenth, yes, I would agree. And on top of that, on the celebration of June 19th or how this is becoming. But here's an interesting thing. You say 1865 in the aftermath of the Civil War, slaves were declared free under the terms of the 1862 Emancipation Proclamation. But. In 1866, one year after the 13th Amendment oh, was ratified, what? <laughs> hold on, hold on. My what? mom's getting confused. Hold on. Now I look, I'm, I'm going to show you my mom's comments. Oh, I'm sorry. You're just now finally catching yeah. on to that one. I was yeah, I just saw that one. It says, Really? I did not know that. And then my mom comes out, You dated a stripper, a stripper named, named Nipples. <laughs> mom. I, I, I did not date a stripper named Nipples. I did date a stripper, but her name wasn't Nipples. But <laughs> mom, okay, I'm sorry. Let's continue. I just kind of that was one of the the comment the people commentating. Mom, oh my god, sketchy! You're getting me in trouble oh with my, my mother. God. Oh, I, I just caught on to that. I, I thought I was like, I'm just gonna wait. I'm just gonna wait. He'll catch on sooner or later. No, but yeah, I just saw that one. I, I was like, oh, my God. I think I'm going to get a phone call from my mom. You dated a stripper named Nipples? No, Mom, I didn't date a stripper named Nipples. You know? But, you know, getting back to... <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, she is, man. If Listen, if you guys knew my mother's story... You guys are really consider my mom to be a true hero. You know, to be I love you, mommy. To, to be who she is and do what she does. You know, my mom's stories is heavy. We'll leave it like that for I, now. I bet because I've I've been there and done that too. I've been through and I can relate to your mom. Yeah. And you know, you're you know, and, and it goes back to history. Like, we, you know, our ancestors didn't know any better. They were mm -hmm. in a time that we can't even possibly imagine what it was like based on where we're at right now. And we have evolved 
it's been a slow and steady process. <laughs> no, Zach, she didn't work at the car wash. Oh my God. You see, you know what? Look, this is simple. All right. Gosh, the car wash. Zach, I inherited the car wash from my mom. All right, let's put it like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So where were we? We're getting where back were we to um, the Juneteenth thing. But here's something that people might have forgotten about, you know, back in those times in 1862 and 1865. But in 1866, one year after the 13th Amendment was ratified, the amendment that ended slavery, Alabama, Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, Georgia, Mississippi, Florida, Tennessee, and South Carolina began to lease out convicts for labor, peniage. This made the business of arresting blacks very lucrative, which is why hundreds of white men were hired by these states as police officers. Their primary responsibility was to search out and arrest blacks who were in violation of black codes. Once arrested, these men, women, and children would be leased to plantations where they would harvest cotton, tobacco, sugarcane, or they would be leased to work at coal mines or railroad companies. The owners of these businesses would pay the state for every prisoner who worked for them. Prison labor. That's okay, but we're talking. That's not. But we're talking prison labor, correct? But it's believed that after the passing of the 13th Amendment, more than 800,000 blacks were part of the system of peniage or a re-enslavement through the prison system. Peniage didn't end until after World War II began around 1940. However, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for crime, whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction ratified in 1865. This is a piece of history. That's how everything began with what's still going on today between the police officers. That's how the white police officers were created. They ended slavery, but the business owners wanted, hey, we need some kind of there's no more slaves for us to work our crops, our cotton, and all that other stuff. So guess what? Politicians and these rich people sort of created this thing to where, hey, we're going to create police officers, white police officers, and then we're going to just falsely accuse these black people of doing something wrong that they didn't really do anything wrong, and we're going to make them prisoners. It's a, another form of slavery. That's why black lives matter. There are more people incarcerated now than there were slaves. We need to step up. We need to step our game up and have a true criminal justice reform. I can agree to him on that. However, with everything that's been going well, on, well, hold on, hold, hold on, 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 Frank. 
hold up because I keep telling you history keeps repeating itself until we wake up. It's energetic, emotional traumas. Now I'm seeing it and then seeing this as a part of history that I'm appalled to that these rich people, politicians and creating another form of slavery that these black people did not deserve. They, they were pinpointed out, targeted. They, they were falsely accused of doing something they didn't even do to create other form of slavery. I beg a differ. I'm a human being. But let me tell you something. I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. But I see how history is repeating itself by just looking at this. If you look at it, it was ratified. The politicians had to justify their reasoning on creating this because guess where they were getting their contributions for their vote? The rich people back in those times. Put yourself yeah, but you know what? But that's oh, yeah, okay. All right, you're right. But you know what? Politicians always get their votes, always get their money from the rich people. Okay, because as, as a matter of fact, today I I had um I I think there was a post that was on Facebook, right? Let me see if I find it right quick on my phone. And I laughed about it. I mean, I had actually Jared Jones from throwing from throwing jobs correcting my spelling. I spelled moron wrong. I had a typo, right? And it was about some you know this guy named what was his name he he was da, 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 terry mcauliffe mcauliffe right he's running for governor in in virginia right and his post running okay here it is his post said we must ban the sale of assault weapons period okay and hold my, up Wait, 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 I'm going to finish. My response to him was, what a moron. Maybe we should ban Terry for being a moron. Okay, and, I, and, and, and I'm going to tell you like this. Okay, I don't, I believe that if you want to own one, go ahead. Okay, um... Assault weapons, assault firearms, whatever you want to call them, assault rifles, are not the ones killing people. People hold are up, killing people. Hold on, wait a second. People uh, are hello? killing people. Frank, hold up a second. Hold up a second, Frank. Let me stop you right there. Do you know what happened in Miami at a concert? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People were shot. Do you know what weapons were used? Assault rifles? Yeah. Okay. So you're going to yes. sit here and jump. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. But this goes, this goes back. This there was a sick. Now, there's road rage going on with assault rifles, semi-automatics. There's a six-year-old mm -hmm. that was on his way to school on a highway mm -hmm. because the mom actually merged over, cut somebody off. That child died before he got to school. 
Now I'm outraged. That kid did not deserve that. It's getting out of control. Okay. And you know what? Now, if that was your grandson, Frank, what would you do? If that was your grandson on his way to school, kindergarten, okay. Okay, what would you do? Wait, wait, wait one second. But you're not. Okay, but you. So you're going to sit here and tell me that I have the assault rifle. I. And it shoots by itself. Let me tell I'm you something. Because your argument, your argument's not making sense. It doesn't matter if it's uh, if it's an assault rifle. It doesn't matter if it's a nine millimeter. It doesn't matter if it's a freaking shotgun. Shotguns shoot slugs. So if you're gonna sit here and tell me, oh, we okay. need to oh, yeah. we need to ban assault rifles and because they because they're killing people, no. You want to know who's killing people? People are killing people. I can't read that. Can you Less read it for bullets me? Less bullets led dead people. So let's go back to the old-fashioned way in the Western revolvers then. Less bullets Doesn't led matter. dead people. That's, listen, so then you're going to limit people on what they could have bullet-wise. You know what? If the American people can show responsibility of having a weapon, it's gotten so out of control now, Frank. There is innocent children being dying. I'm, okay, I'm I'm not okay, saying there's not. There has to be I'm not saying there's enough. not. But you enough know what? The guns enough, are going. Frank. The guns are going into the wrong hands. The thing That's here true. is not. The thing here is not, oh, let's ban these guns, okay, because that's not what it is. Because with, with an assault rifle or not, okay, let me tell you, it doesn't take me long to shoot, to shoot, to shoot my pistol, okay? And I have my gun, actually, I my two handguns, okay, they're both nine millimeters. So each one of them. Hold on. To each one of them, I have five magazines. Okay? Mm-hmm. I got five magazines with them, and each magazine holds 12 bullets. Okay? Okay. It does not take me long to pick up my gun, go bang, 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 drop that magazine, grab another one, put it in, bang, 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 bang. doesn't take me long to do that. Okay, I could do as much okay. damage. Okay, as anybody that has an assault rifle. Okay, so explain to me damage. how a twelve-year-old uh, girl that was in foster care. This is recently on the news. I know you know about this. She got an AR-15. How did she know even how to use one of those? She was in foster care. Her and this other younger kid, and she got shot. The the uh, Palm Beach sheriff's officer did not want to have to fire, but she started shooting at them. How did she even know how to operate one of those? She went into a man's house that had one of those. This is how you got these Get violent you, right. video games. Right. You're absolutely right. You, you know what? But it starts at home. 
It starts but at home. You I'm going to tell you girl. this. I Okay, I, I get that. But I'm going to tell you this. I got two kids. Okay, I got two boys. One is a 12-year-old. The other one's a 23-year-old. My 23-year-old started shooting at five years old. Okay, he started shooting a 410 shotgun at five years old. Okay, oh, really? at 10 years old, yes, at 10 years old, okay, when I could legally take him to the shooting range here in Miami, okay, and he could start shooting, I took him at 10 years old. Why did I take him? Because he needs to know and he needs to learn what these guns do. Okay. My youngest is Hi. 12 years old. Hold on, hold on. So what happens is that took off my oldest's curiosity. Okay. My youngest is 12 years old right now. All he wants to do, hey, I want to go shoot. I want to go shoot. I want to go shoot. Okay. I He's seen my guns. Okay. But I'll tell you this. He goes ahead. Okay, and touches it, I'll beat the crap out of him. Okay, I right now, since I don't want to carry my gun around, I leave my gun in my house, I take off the barrel. Okay, I take the bottom receiver with me because I don't want to carry my gun with me. You know? Right. So, but if I leave it at home and I, and, and I don't have my gun locked up, I've never locked up my guns. And I would not lock them up. All right. But well, I have a gun. I take it. I Why? Because I have a 9 millimeter. I took in classes too. I I I have to remember how to clean it. But you know, that's the hardest part when you have to clean a gun, especially a nine millimeter nine millimeter. But the uh -huh. thing about it is, is I took classes, but here's the thing. I didn't take classes for an AR-15. Why would I want one? I just want one for self-defense. I'm a woman. One, I was sexually abused. Two, I was raped. I never want to be in that situation. So I can understand why women would want to have a firearm. But what's been going on with all these Gun violence, mass shootings, and especially with that six-year-old, that's a nerve with me. And then there's other mass shootings that have been 56 people, Frank, with an AR-15. I'm not against guns, but AR-15s, we need AR-15s? That's from military, Frank. You know that as I, well as I, I do. I, I get it, but look, I have an AR. I have an AR. Why? Because I like them. But you're military. Like you know how military. Okay, okay, but average person that hasn't been in the military does not need to have one of those. Why That's not? Where I'm going. And why average, not? Well, if they learn how to shoot them, if they take they courses and they learn how to shoot them, why not? Look what's going on now today. Look what's going on now today, Frank. 
Grant, what's going on now today is that you have people. You, you have people. you. You are, and I have many, many veterans that have been in the Marine Corps military, and I love you guys. What makes you different than what I've been seeing on the news? Those people were not military. They were average American people that got a hold of these weapons and used it to do harm. To kill their own fellow citizens. Not because they were in war. There's a difference, Frank. So something has to give. I understand being in military and having that kind of weapon. But for the imagine for the American people that don't have that kind of training, that kind of responsibility, and know how to operate it and use it for a different reason than to just go into a mall, a grocery store, and start shooting fire at innocent people, I have a problem with that. I I agree with you. I I completely oh I completely agree with you. Oh, where where'd I go? There I am. Okay, I completely agree with you. Okay, but because this is the thing. The but this is but this is used the weapon that has been trained on that, knows how to use it, knows how to clean it and everything. It's totally different than one that just goes and gets their carry permit and then goes buys an AR-15 and then goes to a mall and shoots 10, 15, goes to a concert and starts shooting. There's a big difference. Sketchy has a point. We have, we've never had gun violence like we had in the past two decades. Our society is pushing people to the brinks. I agree with you there. I think a lot of it has to do with society. And Sketchy, to, to answer your question here, this one here, gun educate, hold on, let me open my screen there. There we go. Gun ed education is correct, Frank. But what if the person knows everything about guns, but in the future loses his his or her career, marriage, or something else that feels hopeless and has nowhere to turn. Um, I'm. Uh, can you ask that? Answer that? I, I think I might be able to answer that. Okay. I think in that case, okay, when you have people that feel hopeless have, and have nowhere to turn, they take their own life. Okay. Majority of those people probably are not going to go out or are not thinking of shooting somebody. And again, this is a, this is only my thought. You know, I'm no expert. But I know that if, you know, I've been there. I've been I've been there where I've lost everything. Okay? And I had my guns. And I never once thought of going out to shoot somebody or kill somebody. Okay, did I ever think about maybe taking my life? Yeah. You know, did I think of, damn, my life is a mess. I don't want to be here. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I would not go out and hurt, harm somebody. So I think you know why a person, I think a person, no, I, I, I do, but not right now. I think a person, okay, that wants to, that loses everything, 
will do something to themselves before they do something to somebody else. Okay. Now, what happens? Yeah, you have all these people that are getting AR-15s. Okay. That are getting AK-47s. Okay. I get that. Do I think that they have to go through some training to get it? Yes. And I okay. said that before in the past. I, correct. And, and, I, and, I've always, and I've always agreed with that. But I also do know people, okay, that have ARs, that have AK-47s, that have the SKS, that have high-power rifles, okay? I know these people. Some of them have been state senators in the state of Florida. They don't so, have any licenses. Hold on. They don't have any licenses. Okay. They don't have a formal training. Okay. They know how to use them. Okay. I have set up. I have set up courses for these people to shoot at. Yeah. Okay. Then why don't why aren't you doing that? To help others be more educated in how to use those firearms properly and correctly. However, you got stupid American you people want that have you done want to know what why? the damage is done. You can't take back. You can't bring back those people that have lost their lives from an AR-15 and, and assault uh, mm -hmm. rifles mm -hmm. and, and guns. You can't take back their lives. They can't come back. They're gone. So something is getting out of hand. Something is getting out of control. So what is the fucking solution to this problem with this gun reform, gun control, and whatnot? What is a good solution to where it's a win-win? You have a right to carry arm, but here's the thing that people don't understand about that, that amendment uh, back in those times when that was in, in in the Bill of Rights in the Constitution. They don't understand about what was going on in those times when the British soldiers were coming in and taking residents in people's homes and having fun with the wives while the others were fighting against the British soldiers. See, that's part of the key to what that amendment was about. They have no okay. idea about their history. Okay. You have to understand when that was in writing and what was going back in those times. People are exploiting that amendment about guns and their right to carry arms. They have no idea of what was going on back in those times. They don't have no fucking understanding about their history. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I get it. I yes. get it, but you know what? But this is the thing. This is the thing. That was then. Yeah, this but they're now. still using that part of history to okay. expose. And it's my right to carry arms and whatnot. But yet they're being idiots and stupid and going on. Like, look at the violence with the guns. Enough is enough. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? Look, this it's is the thing. But this is the thing. It. But but the thing is this, Kim. The thing is this. Look at the people that are saying hey it's my right to carry arms never carry firearms okay and look at the people that are committing the crimes 
they're two totally group groups of people. Okay, out here, I want to say the Memorial Day weekend between Thursday and I think that Monday, there are shootings every single day. Okay, what's your solution, Frank? What's my solution? I don't know the solution, but the thing is, is that everybody that was committing, or majority of the people, okay, that were committing these crimes, were these little thugs, these little gang gangster wannabes, okay, that were committing the crimes. Frank, are you well regulated? Are you a well regulated militia? Is the person who just turned eighteen well? -regulated? Everybody cook with thousands of guns. It was. <laughs> I am not a militia, you know. But again, but I, 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 believe, I believe. How many okay. of those people have military background in operating, cleaning it, and using the gun in a responsible way? Because in the military, you're trained to kill. Right. Okay. Correct. So. You get, you get these average people, okay, gang related, whatever. And then you have, you have some that just feel, oh, it's my right to carry a firearm. I can walk around. Uh, look at that young kid who had an AR-15 during the riots of last year after George Floyd. He was like, it was my right to carry and protect this building. But he shot and killed a black person for no, he wasn't even in the vicinity of the property. People are using and taking advantage the privilege of having a gun. It's a privilege to have your driver's license at the same as a privilege to having a gun, your right to bear arms. But now there is too many stupid American people doing stupid things with guns that there has to be some more gun control a reform but again i and go back I, 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 I go back to what i told you earlier okay people that are committing the crimes okay are not right people are not the ones that are saying hey save my gun let me keep my guns i'm gonna do the, the second amendment or one or the other those you know, you're looking at two totally different types of people. Okay, so okay, and that uh, is the point that I'm trying to make for you. There is no way where I live in Royal Palm Beach. Ex-wife went to Publix, shot his wife and kid. Ex-wife went to and Publix, and then they were saying it was a mental thing. This just happened. Yeah, it happened a couple weeks ago. I think it was the kid was there with the grandmother or something like that. Yeah. And I think it was the dad, correct? Ex-husband. And, 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 and she went to the Palm Beach Sheriff's Office saying, hey, he's mentally an alcoholic and uh, has a gun. She was concerned, called the cops several times. So it's getting really out of control, out of hand. No, he's got I, I'm not saying. And special other training. I'm not saying that it's out of control, that it's not out of control, because I agree with you that it is out of control. 
I completely agree with you. Okay, but what I'm telling you is, is that majority of the times, okay, at least here lately, all these people that have been committing the crimes, at least out here in Miami, have been all these little gangster wannabes. All right, we had a we had a shooting out here where three three thugs ran out of a van and ha and shot people at a banquet hall. Okay, now going back to Sketchy's point. Okay, a firefighter loses his wife, loses his life, loses his job. Okay, can he go nuts and be at the point of break? Yeah, and do something crazy? Yeah. Okay. What could we do as a society, as people, is if we know that I'm going to use, I'm going to use this guy that I used to talk to. I He's been documented on the show before. He no longer talks to me. Okay, but I, um, he went through a hard time. I know he had guns. I checked up on him, making sure he's not, he wasn't doing anything stupid. I took his gun. And I must have kept his gun for a good year and a half, almost two years. Until he asked for it back. And I told him, I said, you're good. Your mind's clear. Your life is good now. Yes. Okay. That is a start point. Wow. Not saying that everybody's like me and I don't expect anybody to be like me. Okay. But people need to go ahead and be a little bit more conscientious as far as, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is how we could do it. Okay. Well, do we need to have more stricter laws in purchasing guns? I completely agree. Thank you. I completely agree. I, 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 I don't disagree with you, but I think banning assault weapons, okay, I don't think is the way to go either. Because you, you have people that generally like to collect. People that could go shoot them. Like, look, to give you, in all honesty, my AR, I've had it for almost three years. You want to know how many times I've shot it? Take a wild guess. Three times. No. Zero. You haven't even shot it? No. I haven't shot it. I had a practice on an AR-15 at a target practice place. It was you know, 100, what is it, 100 yards far back, and I had to use a scope to see the target. I don't that like was using the scopes. challenge. Well, I use yeah. a scope because I'm, I'm a nearsighted person, so I need glasses to see far away. Right. So trying to use that that was the challenge but i took it as a opportunity to you know target and to operate in in 
AR-15. I never used it before. And I had somebody that educated me on it. So I was very grateful and appreciative. Like, now I know what an AR-15 is. And then I questioned him, like, why do you need an AR-15 anyway? Like, I'm not in the military. Why would I use this? You yeah, know, so you can use it for hunting. And I'm like, well, yeah, I could see that. You know, a hundred feet, you know, I could get that deer, you know, whatever. But you mentioned a firefighter and it brought back a, a flashback to me. I was 15 years old, walking with my boyfriend. We were coming across a bridge and we were standing in a medium to wait for this guy in a pickup truck to come over. And the guy yelled at us, and my boyfriend stuck his, this is like in the 1980s, stuck his middle finger up at him and called him an asshole. Well, then we crossed the street, went down the hill, and we're walking, and we're like one, two, three, four, maybe five houses from the house that he lived in. And this guy approached us, and he had a 45. And I lived in Margate at the time. And... <clears throat> He was a Miami firefighter and he had a 45 and he was just ranting and raving about, he was so sick of these teenagers, you know, sticking his middle finger up and whatnot. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? You have, you're waving, waving a gun. There's cops everywhere that comes around here. And he looked at me and pointed his gun and touched the pistol right at my forehead. And said, listen, to, you know, listen to the cunt here. And I wow. just froze. Well, like, that's obviously. And my boyfriend just spit in his glasses. And I just like, we're going to die today. Like, oh, my God, we're going to die today. And then everybody started coming out. And all of a sudden, the guy just, I guess he came out of whatever he was in, shoved his gun in his pocket and says, what gun? I don't have no gun. And then got in his truck and took off. By that time, he like went off on uh, State Road 7 at the 84 mm -hmm. Lumber Yard. And I had to go. My dad showed up. Had to bring me to go identify this guy. Did you know that guy got off? Of course. They found you know the bullets. He exited the bullets. They found the bullets in the yard or the ground. So they couldn't get him with a loaded gun, but they found the bullets on the ground. But he got off because he was a firefighter. Right. And I think a, a lot of that happens. You but know, you and, know what? And, and it happened. And the thing is, is that, and, and it happened a lot between 80s and 90s, you know, and probably the early 2000s, I want to say where you had cops covering up for each other for you know law enforcement in general you know and in law enforcement there i'm going to include the firefighters i'm going to include you know whatever police department you're in you know they they all covered up for each other okay i i think you know back in those times it really happened a lot and you know what then i would question those what if that was your daughter because that happened to me. I got traumatized from that. 
Do you know how hard it was for me to hold a gun? Oh, I'm sure it was hard. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say it wasn't hard. I'm not, you know, I won't sit here and say, hey, you know, too bad. Because that's not the way to do it. But I, I do tell you that, hey, you know, um, unfortunately, you know, in life, shit happens that we don't want to happen. You know, and we need to to learn how to cope and deal with it. Some people cope and, and deal with things differently. Um, I'm one that I'm very, I don't know, maybe Catherine could, could, could tell you, you know, if she's still listening. I think she is. You know, I, I'm one where, hey, look, shit happens. Let's go. I mean, look, you know, going back to my mom a minute. Um, my mom has cancer. Um, she's been living it with it for many, many years. She has a rare form of cancer that normally men get. Um, it's in the blood. There's not, obviously, we know that there's not a cure for cancer. There's a, there's a lifespan of it. When I was told about it, okay, I said, okay, let's go. What can we do? We're going to go uh, fight, you know, we're going to fight balls to the wall, you know, and what happens, happens. I, I'm you I'm know. getting hit. I'm sorry. You you mentioned about your mom, and I'm getting hit about something. Something about epigenetics. Something about generational, um, emotional, energetic traumas with your mother. What about it? Uh, have her look up Dr. Joe Dispenza. No, my mom has a good doctor. I mean, my mom's numbers right now are very, very, really, really good. You know, whatever the doctor told her that whatever she's doing, you know, the doctor told her that whatever. Neuroscience, quantum physics, neuroscience, and a chiropractor. He experienced something that he was paralyzed. And he was a chiropractor. Yeah. He was in a triathlon. Got hit by a truck. Five miles per hour, making a right-hand turn. Paralyzed for a year, refused surgery. And there's something about his story that is so mind-boggling, miraculous. And he talks about science and neuroscience and epigenetics, biochemistry in the body. And so just sorry about that. Real quick, I know Catherine, she says I'm here. Catherine, we're trying to figure out what type of person I am. In the sense where I'm just like, okay, it happens. Trying to get the the cold the the word for it. I maybe I don't want to use cold hearted because I'm not cold hearted. There she Ah, here she is. Oh, sorry. He was like that with me as well. I mean, she she's had breast cancer, and you know what? I'm the type where I told her, I said, okay. I I don't I don't dwell on it. It's all right. You have it. Let's go. Let's take care of it. I I, I won't sit here and and feel sorry for you. You know I don't care. Hey Martha, 
you know, I I don't care, you know, if you're crying, you know, your eyes out to me. I will probably tell you, okay, that's fine. No problem. Let's get going. Let's move on. You know, I won't sit here and give you pity. I won't sit here like, oh, poor Kim. She had a bad day. No. If you had a bad day, okay. What happened? Okay. What would you learn from it? Okay. You know what? Get up off your ass and move on. Because that's what it's about. Because if you sit in life and you dwell on shit, guess what? You're getting nowhere. Well, you have to go through the emotions, Frank. And, and I've learned that I give myself a deadline, a timeline to go through the emotions. And then, okay, time to get your big girl panties up and let's move on. It's not, it's acknowledging that my feelings and what I'm going through is real, but don't dwell in the past or the blame or, you know, it's everybody else's fault. Take responsibility of, you know what? This happened. It's okay. We're going to get through this. But mm -hmm. I'm going to allow myself to go through those emotions. Right. Because that's how you learn. That's how you grow. And some people, I guess, have been taught not to feel. To avoid. Well, no. I've been taught to feel. I, I don't avoid. I just don't dwell. You know, I don't dwell on it. You know, I don't dwell on it. You know, but, you know, I, we, let's see, there, there needs to be more services. Oh, hold on. Let's, there needs to be more services for people experiencing mental health issues. The lack of good careers, salaries, affordable housing, et cetera, are pushing people to the limits. You know, Sketchy, you're absolutely right. I mean, there, there, yeah, there has to be, there has to be more services. You know, people, people that do go through, you know, mental health issues do need to have services. Look, um, services at their hands. I mean, how do I put it? Do we all have a moment where we we go through our mental issues? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I think uh, we've all been there. I know I've been there. You know, just I in the past, to. I want to say somewhere within the past two years that I have my own you know, mental breakdown, mental, oh, yeah, you know, we all do. We all need to to turn to, you know, someone to talk to. You know, um, I'll give you, you know, like I'll tell you, my, my youngest went through some issues, you know, with his mom, and I had him with me for a couple months, probably three months, felt like a whole year. But, you know, he was with me. And you know what I did? I I went ahead and I got him to to see somebody, to talk to somebody. And, you know, like I told him, I go, this doesn't mean you're crazy. You need somebody to talk to. You know, that obviously talking to your parents doesn't always work. Talking to your parents might, you don't want to. Because I remember growing up, I didn't talk much to my parents about life, about shit I was going through. 
you know. So, you know, I, I spoke I spoke to probably more friends, you know. So, at you know, leaving it there and speaking to somebody is always good. You know, this, even this, you know, this, yes, Belkis, the strongest of us can break down at some point. Of course, we all have a breakdown. We all have moments. We're human. We all have moments. We all have, you know, stuff we go through. But you know what? The one thing that we need to do, learn to do is we learn from them. We go forward. We look at what happened. Okay. And whatever the issue is. Okay. There's always a resolution. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Communicating and, you know, and talking about issues your experience are imperative to life, to live a healthy life. Some people are taught to suppress their feelings and eventually they burst. You're right. You're yes, absolutely right. You, earlier you need to talk. Suck it up, buttercup, or men don't cry, or, you know, it's a, a limited belief, a mental programming, and emotional energetic traumas. I keep telling, I talk about that on my podcast. And the thing about what you said just a, a few minutes ago, Frank, that it's, we're all connected. What affects you affects me. We're all connected. And when we can wake up to that kind of consciousness mm -hmm. and join together and communicate and talk to each other, be able to express ourselves without the violence or the hatred. Get rid of the hatred. Start showing well, compassion, kind. Then that makes a difference because that's changing the energy. That's changing the old ways of no that no longer serves us. Yes. Sorry, I I, I got to go back to Bugs's comment. I want to thank my therapist, Doctor Frank Wessler, is one of the best. And if you can't fix it, he will drink down with you till you forget it. Look, you know what? Uh, Bugs and I go back a long way. We're really good friends. You know, we've gone through issues. You know, I, you know, she talks a lot to me. I talk a lot to her, you know, and whatever happens, you know, I'm there and we talk about it. Sometimes she doesn't like what I tell her. I cry on the regular and the ladies love it. Two oh crying, emotions. Damn, yeah, sketchy. But, you know, going back to what I'm saying with Belk is, you know, I tell her what she wants to hear. I tell her what she doesn't want to hear. You know? Just like you gotta show. be authentic. You Some know? people can't handle the truth. Yep, yep. But look, you know what? We've reached an hour and a half with Frank and Kimmy today. You know, and um again, I I wanna thank everybody who's come on. All right, sketchy, thank you. Belkis, thanks. Catherine, thanks. And everybody else that's been on the show today. I mean, we had a good show. Um, again, Kim, thank you for coming in. After my brother, Carlos Cuesta, did not show up. 
you know, leave a like, leave a comment, share it, share it with your friend. Honest, and I'll share my point of view and my perspective, and I can gather history up to, you know, we we've forgotten a lot about our history that's not talked about. And you know what, Juneteenth should add the Tulsa uh, Tulsa massacre. I just realized, like, wait, what? What happened? Hey, Where hold on. Hey, sketch you real quick. Um, Carlos Contreras is the guy, is the one that I normally do this show with on Fridays. What happens is that Carlos Cuesta is my brother who's doing the show with me on Wednesdays because Contreras, my partner, can't be here on Wednesday nights right now. So that's why. But Friday, we'll get Carlos Contreras. And hopefully next week, maybe we're going to get my brother on and we're going to smack him around a little bit. You know, we're going to, we are going to, we're, we are going to have uh, another guest you, um, next Wednesday. Uh, he has his own podcast. And honestly, I don't remember the name of his podcast right now. Um, but we're going to do um, a collaboration there next week where I'm going to be on his. He's going to be on mine. So you know what? Next week is going to be another show. You know, next Wednesday night, because Wednesday is when I need my guests, need my friends to come through, because until my partner doesn't come back on Wednesdays, I can't do much. But hey, look, again, thank you, everybody, to our new listeners. Thank you. Like, share, share with your best friend, share with a friend, share with the neighbor, share with a, fr a fremony. doesn't matter. All right. Share with whoever you think needs to know needs to hear us all right we're on wednesdays and fridays at nine you can't miss us all right so you know what we might not agree you might not agree with what we're speaking or you might agree with what we're speaking but at the end of the day me and whoever's on this show with me whether it's kim whether it's Carlos Contreras, we know Carlos Quest is not going to be on. So you know what? We're speaking it real. See you next time. Yeah. Hi, my name is Zach LaPlante. Have you ever imagined about starting your own podcast or radio show to voice your opinions and share your passions with others? You think to yourself, how would I even start something like that? I don't have any equipment or any experience whatsoever. Well, look no further. The folks at Clovercrest Media got you covered. Clovercrest Media Group is home to over 30 individual podcasts. Like Divide We Stand, I'll Piss You Off Shortly, Speaking It Real, and so much more. At Clovercrest, our sound engineers only believe in the best sounding audio quality, and their expertise will make your podcast sound professional and pleasing to your viewers. As a media group, we are obliged to every type of media available, including, but not limited to, video, audio, photography, and digital media marketing, as well as live streaming, and so much more. As we say here at CMG, the harder we work, the luckier we'll get. To jumpstart your podcast or program, go to clovercrestmedia.com and get to recording today.